Hello everyone, welcome to Words and Tales. I'm Sandhya Varma, your host for this podcast series. Hope you're all doing safe and great, healthy and happy. I understand it's difficult to get happier in these times, but then life has to go on. So it's been a long time since I've come online, come on the podcast. I was just having a relaxed evening and I was going through my usual Reader's Digest and found this beautiful, lovely RD classics and there were lots of words to learn. And I thought, let me come quickly and just recorded this for you. Um, before we begin, for all those who are listening to me for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, my dear friends, Words and Tales is a podcast series which includes some of the most interesting, life-changing incidents, stories, experiences that come from my reading excerpts, interaction with people from different walks of life. And with each tale, with each story, with each incident, we help you learn new words, phrases, and sentences, and thereby making your English language a lot better. So without further ado, let's get ahead to the tale of the day. It's called The Night Train to Chittagong. Well, this is an incident or a story, a dramatic episode, in fact, captured by Reader's Digest, and it was set during the highly charged days of the independence struggle and the World War II. And this is a first-person story about two young men with two different viewpoints and was narrated to Reader's Digest by D.W. David. Let's get started. It was Bengal, 1942, a dark time for India. At our regimental forward, base depot in Dhaka, the adjunct handed Captain N and me a set of identical papers, sealed and top secret. We were on our way to join the regiment at Chittagong and we had a dangerous railway journey ahead of us. I can't offer you any escort, the adjunct said. I haven't a man to spare, but these dispatches must reach our commanding officer as soon as possible. We aren't in wireless contact, so I must depend on both of you. By this time, Singapore had fallen. Malaya was overrun and Japanese columns driving through Burma were poised to attack Assam, the gateway to India. Added to this threat from East, India had militant activists who demanded immediate independence. These activists often detested the British even more than the Japanese aggressors. Long years of patronizing rebuffs had bred hatred of British rule and the pro-Axis riots were beginning to hamstring the desperate efforts of the military. Our journey to Chittagong involved a night on the train and a crossing of the great Brahmaputra river. In ordinary circumstances, just a tiring ride of some, let's say, 300 kilometers. But now, there was a hazard of encountering gundas. 
they often waylaid trains to rob and murder white occupants the adjunct was nervous these dispatches contained the names of known japanese sympathizers in chittagong who in the event of jap breakthrough would be a ready made fifth column he said i have made two identical copies to that his meaning was plain if one of us fell a fault of the gundas the other might with luck get through captain n the former tea planter had a little use of indian aspirations and regarded all extreme nationalists as traitors he was scornful of the adjuncts excessive caution i'd like to see any gunda interfere with me he growled i shared the captain's scorn but for different reasons a young subaltern i was full of pride in british arms if the thin red line had controlled the indian masses for centuries there was no reason now an armed british officer to fear a few poor zealots with knife as to indian politics I know little and cared the least. I was here to fight a war. At the station, Captain N and I threaded our way through the swarming crowds and entered our respective compartments. His near the engine and mine at the rear. More caution on a Jan's part. The porter stowed my luggage. I opened the screened windows of my carriage. and as the train lurched out of the station poured myself a drink whiskey and cold water out of the thermos then i lay down on my bunk soon the whiskey and the low pounding rhythm of the wheels were having their effect well that's how the journey started the journey seems and sounds to be really scary will the author and the adjunct and his companion the fellow with a difference of opinion will they meet the gundas on the way would gundas really attack them will they have a trouble will they be able to communicate what they want to at the end of their journey will they reach their mission is yet to be seen in the story we will see in the upcoming episodes but as the ritual goes we have had lots and lots of words in this episode to look into so let's get started let's start one by one with all the words well to begin with the first word itself adjunct a d j u t a t n t junt is a military officer who acts as an administrative assistant to a senior officer in military so he is almost like he gets all the privileges of a senior officer uh, we can use them in sentences like he eventually became an adjunct to the commander in chief so it's mostly like an assistant but deals with lot of administrative responsibilities the second word is another word which is a very beautiful word and uh, can be used regularly in our language is poised p o i s e d poised poised is having a composed and self 
assured manner of talking or when you have a very composed and elegant and beautiful manner of talking it's called poised she had um she had learned from the girls at the salon on being poised so how she you know you you looked poised ever since you have attended a program or a course on self care or something poised means very calm composed beautiful elegant uh, it's a manner in which somebody grooms himself or herself so that's your poised so here uh, the word poised is used driving through burma were poised to attack assam poised means they were grooming themselves to come for an attack to assam the next word is detested detested d e t e s t e d detested is uh, mm, a strong vehement dislike you know intense dislike she readily dis- detested his mockery she did not like his behavior at all so she detested him drastically heavily or you know it is a complete dislike it's not it's not just dislike it is a intense dislike so that's what is detest the next one is patronizing p a t r o n i z i n g patronizing uh it's kind of helpful kind yeah uh, it's a feeling of superiority where you patronize you know uh, yourself and uh, patronizing the next one is rebuffs rebuffs is reject uh, totally ungracious disrespectful manner of rejecting something i had proposed her during our college days but was rebuffed in a total uncertain way that means you are totally rejected you are not accepted anywhere that's called rebuffed here long years of patronizing rebuff so here it's being used sarcastically that you know it is a kind way of rejection that means you you have taken it as your responsibility as a superiority that you are uh, you know willing to reject and rebuff so that uh, rejection has actually created hatred in the british rule so that's where and the next word is really interesting it's called hamstring it's a clinical word or a, a word used in medical science for any of those five tendons you have like the muscles or you know uh, muscle tendons at the back of your knee that's your hamstrings but in english language we use this word of hamstring like for example here it is riots were beginning to hamstring the desperate efforts that means cut it off cripple cripple an animal cripple a human being cripple or cut off an initiative is called hamstring there uh, you know uh, that is your hamstring you hamstring the efforts of the military so that's what exactly they mean when they say hamstring in this paragraph and then we have uh, the word called waylaid w a y l a i d waylaid waylaid 
the trains to drop really means to stop the trains to interrupt a beautiful word please do try to use them in your vocabulary waylaid w a y l a i d waylaid next here we have a word called if one of us fell a foul to the gunda that means if you quit before the gundas or if you are caught by the gundas a foul a f o u l a foul and then you have this word called scorn a feeling or expression of disdain for someone i completely scorn his ideas of uh, you know inequality or you know whenever you have some totally totally negative ideas and expressions about somebody you can actually use the word scorn he was scornful of the ajans excessive caution so he was not so liking with how the ajan was telling that you know you're being careful if one of you die uh, i have prepared another document and all this was talked about by the adjunct and this was this behavior of the adjunct was scornful to one of them so i shared the captain's scorn so if i have to give you a synonym for this i would say it is somewhere synonymous to hatred so next you have is zealots z e a l o t s zealots so zealots is a fanatic person who's very very adamant to anything that he wants to achieve and now this particular word has got a historical origin because it was the name of a political movement which was originally by ancient jews and against the roman and their rule so that's how it started being used and now it is being used as a word which means you are a fanatic person you're very strong uh, in what you believe and you do not want to change on that so that's your zealots and then we have uh, the last and final word for the day is stored s t o w e d stored s t o w e d which means a pack or store carefully kept in a neat place your luggage or your package which has been carefully kept the porters stored my luggage that means they stored in a proper place storing means just you just store it at one place that's what is store but when you do it carefully that's what becomes stored s t o w e d so we have couple of words here adjunct poised detested patronizing rebuffs hamstring uh, waylaid scorn zealots and stored so those were the words for today and a beautiful tale from yet another rd classics the night train to shitagong what happens to the captain the adjunct and his fellow passenger do they reach their destiny how do they do it are they safe do they meet or confront gundas on their way please wait to listen the next part of the same episode until then stay safe stay home bye bye